Friendos, did you know that we are a week away from prime home selling season? Did you know that right now inventory in the D.C. metro area is at its lowest point in nearly two decades? Think about that. You will likely never be able to sell your home for more than you can right now. And if you're at all curious about that and what your home is worth, you need to call Joe Azer. Joe is a one-stop shop to get you all the information you need to make the right decision for you and your familia. Why would you pay other listing agents 3% when you can call Joe and get it done for 1%? That is thousands and thousands of dollars you save every time by calling Joe to take care of your home sale. Give him a call. See what he can do for you. You've heard me say this before, but Joe will take care of absolutely everything from start to finish. You need quick repairs. Done. Need high-quality photography, virtual tours, drone photos? Done. Maybe you need to stage your home. Joe can help with that, too. He is the pro's pro. Don't take my word for it. Type his name in Zillow, you silly geese. Read the hundreds and hundreds of reviews for yourself. Call Joe Azer, 571-989-Azer. That's 571-989-2937. And you make sure to tell him Big Shoot sent you. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, do with me. With a nickel-sized hell and a damaged wind, we roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kick a windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're going to have to take us in. That's get on my music. You know, I almost canceled the Hootenanny tonight. I'll tell you why you're not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to be happy. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is that Leonardo DiCaprio meme? Where he's like, uh, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I didn't even like that movie, but uh, I don't like a lot of memes because I think people are dumb. Yeah. But uh, all of the Leo from Django memes, I'm a big fan of. The Leo from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood memes are also good. They stay pointing the finger out. Yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there's some good ones in there as well. <laughs> it's still not as funny as the, the, the reason why memes stink is that, like, the funniest scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is when he's talking into the mirror about how many whiskey sours he had the <laughs> night before. <laughs> I'll blow your fucking brains all over that window. I swear to God. Go out there and disappoint that little girl. <laughs> oh, man. That is a sneaky, funny movie. Did you watch Cabin in the Woods last night? I didn't, no. Motherfucker. I thought you, you gave me your word. I, I, I will watch it. I wasn't able to watch it last night. I wanted to watch Cabin in the Woods last night. There's something wrong. These, these have got to be dumped. There's no flavor to those at all. There's no scent to those at all. It's very strange. It's really hard. Are they old or something? I don't know. Might be, I think they're really old. I think that one... Is that that one eight-pack that's been sitting in the back of the fucking studio? It was the last one that I loaded up, yeah. and then John Page 
I think it's been there for a long time. Mm. So let's go ahead and uh, I'll dump that out. Welcome, everybody, to the chat at Duke's show. I had a bad bubbly there. I'll try to try to persevere. You know, a lot of times, you know, Ronnie Lott had his pinky cut off in the middle of a game tour. I'm gonna, I had a bad bubbly. We're going to finish out this episode. Uh, joined uh, here in the Fortress of Solid Dudes, presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival. Many thanks to Money Monk and his beautiful barbecue restaurant for, well, he's been sponsoring the studio for well over a year, and he's the reason we have a studio. So thank you to him, and please to be considering if you're listening to this on a Friday. Uh, head on out to Monk's Barbecue this weekend. They've got all the whiskey in the world. They've got all the bourbon. They've got all the uh, uh, bourbon is whiskey. Uh, they have... Um, Tequila, just every tequila you'd ever want. They got that Bell tequila that everybody seems to love so much. The delicious uh, food. They got the tipped cow creamery. They got the pastrami brisket tour. Oh, the pastrami brisket. My God. Uh, and they always do um, amazing specials like burgers and sandwiches and stuff. So uh, it's at Monk's BBQ on uh, Instagram and Twitter if you'd like to, to get a little taste of all of that. I'd also say they have uh, bartenders that like getting you drinks. Which, they really do. Which is- by the way, very rare. <laughs> Very rare. We we had some pretty good luck down on the Outer Banks this week. We just got back from a trip to the Outer Banks, but there there are times they're like, you know, if you just keep giving me drinks, it's gonna go really well for you. Yeah, I've I've wanted to say that to bartenders and waitresses and waiters before. Like, you know, I know for whatever reason you've decided to start ignoring me. And I don't. What do you think that line in the sand is where they just decide you don't get my service anymore? Like, what what is, I've never I've uh, worked in fast food. Um, I've worked in restaurants, but I've never been a waiter. Mm-hmm. There's times that I'm like, I already have a tab that's like, you know, three oh, three figures. And I'm like, if you just keep fucking going, like whatever the, even if I just tip 20%, it's going to be higher than these dick in the dirts over here that are just ordering tater tots that you're paying more attention to now. I wonder what that is. I've never had a waiter or a waitress sit down and actually explain to me why they do that. It's, I mean, they just have to be in a, in a zone. And, and that bartender gene is, is a little odd because... It's if you just if you're in a, a packed bar and you're just looking at them go. Bar's different. The bar yeah. the bar is different because the bar, especially if it's a busy bar, it's yeah. just fucking. Although it is frustrating when you know they know you're there and they're just actively not. I'm talking about you're sitting at a table with eight people. Like, because here's what I'll do: I'll sit down at the beach with eight people, and it's like, hey, and I say right from the jump, we're all on the same check, right? Just so she knows. We're not going to be the fucking problem, right? All these other families around here with their kids running around, splitting up the check eight different ways, tipping you 15%. That ain't us. We're going to make it as easy on you as possible. Ordering alcohol immediately. You keep these drinks coming, you're going to get a nice fat tip. Right. I, I have I have been sitting there ready to tip 30 40% because I've been so satisfied and just watch the chick decide, I'm not paying attention to you anymore, and then just start going and doing other things. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. I'm very sympathetic to people in the service staff. Like I'm very because I've you know I've worked at a lot of shit jobs where you don't even get tips, right? Um, but I'm always in tune with them, and I they, they, a, a switch just flicks sometimes, and they've just decided I'm I'm tired of serving you, um, even though like the most important like, close it out. It's like a baseball game. Like the most important part is like those final three outs, right? Right. If you can get those final three outs, it's the difference between you having an okay night at the bar and you going home saying, "Wow, you know, this was decent. I must have had a really good table." Right. And that's the the final round. I think is really what what determines that because you're either oh, it's just crazy in the middle of your meal or you're you just you're on the back end of your meal. You're like, ah, I could go one more drink. And, and then- I don't order a lot of mojitos, Tor. It's it's a lot of hey, either bring me fill a glass with whiskey or fill a glass with beer. I mean, it's the easiest pour you could possibly have. Right. You're not taking it up with a lot of the bartenders. Time. I don't know if anybody's in the if, has been a waitress or a waiter and can tell me what the fuck that's all about. I'd love to know what it is. 
Um, God damn it, now we're already off. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about now. We were just thanking Monk's Barbecue. The best. Yeah. Uh, absolutely spectacular. Um, did you see Liberty Baseball's uniform unveiling? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. If you guys haven't seen it, it was... Um, I would say it was a, a bit of the phenomena. It's got, to, as of right now, Tor, I'm looking at it on Twitter. Just on Clay Travis's tweet alone, 2.4 million views. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what the original already has, but um, I guess they went back to, I don't know anything about Liberty Baseball, uh, Liberty Biberty, but I, uh, it looks like what I would call the old school St. Louis Cardinals uniform with yeah. the, the baby blue pants, uh, jersey with the um, the red cleats and the red undershirt. And uh, I don't. I assume it's a pitcher because he's very long and lanky. But they've got a, a guy on their team that uh, has got a mustache and long hair, and he comes walking out of the the back of the stadium or the dugout or whatever, and he's got a jacket on, and he starts singing. It's all coming back to me now, but I, I believe that's Celine Dion. <laughs> and the lights fucking drop, and someone throws him a baseball bat. He rips his jacket off, and he starts singing. And the two of his teammates are behind him that's with the like <laughs> with his flashy lights and a disco ball. And I don't know why. I was probably just because I was just. I, I, I think you got a little taste of it last night. I sent you a very depressed text. I was just sitting there being depressed, and uh, whatever reason, it was. It's stupid, but it's it's really well executed. Yeah. Um, the uniforms look great. I mean, they look like something in the 1970s again. The old school Cardinals uniforms, and uh, you just don't expect that level of creativity and uh, execution from a sports guys. You know, they're not. They're not fucking theatrical um and whoever that dude is that's singing into the bat it's a fucking 10 out of 10 like yeah he, he needs to be in fast nine or whatever the next fast and the furious movie is coming out he's a stud and, and baseball players they could be sneaky all in on bits you see here's what i don't i don't agree with you on that do, do you know what a big deal it was that jason worth grew a beard yeah he's yeah, i feel like he's a different cat i'm not talking about him i'm talking about baseball in general oh yeah there's it's dorky um oh yeah and I think the dorkiness level is higher than a lot of other sports. It's like, oh, my God, they're playing Baby Shark. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Well, the Nats are lame. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But it's, it ain't just them. Like, it's stupid. Like, the running sausages are funny, the sausage race. Yeah. But, like, anytime a guy grows a mustache, like, people lose their fucking minds. Like, they can't believe it. Um, they debate where the stirrups should be worn and. Whether or not, I mean, just the, the debates in baseball are very, very fucking old manish 1800s, and there's not a lot of funny shit that happens in baseball. Where I feel like in, in basketball, it's more expressive because you can see everybody's face and you can read their lips, and, you know, football is football. Um, I just, I, it's just the, the perception that I get from it. I don't expect a lot of fun creativity from Major League Baseball or college baseball. And uh, this, I felt like was very good. This isn't just good for a baseball team. This is a good bit. No, it's a great bit. And then college baseball is um it's kind of fratty. Okay. Uh, just kind of how they operate. They I mean, they they are their own little entity in in college athletics. They don't really mix and mingle that much. You wouldn't know baseball players walking around the ca like our baseball team Baseball house, baseball house. That was it. Well, because it's kind of strange that baseball is as beloved as because people bitch about like oh, baseball is too long. It's for old people. A lot of people like baseball. A lot of people go to baseball games. Um, it's it's very well attended. It's followed. It's especially for long. It, it's always been strange to me the drop off from interest in college baseball to professional baseball. Maybe it's because of their farm system and the the minor leagues. You have that kind of uh, buffer in between, right? But think about college basketball and college football. It's like Jesus Christ. 
people care way more about that than college baseball. Yeah, because there's college baseball and minor league baseball. There's so many. There's so many players that, many. that are going around in the minors and all that that you have to kind of wait to see who pops. your guy is, right. who pops into the next level. Whereas in basketball, it's already it's already kind of popping. In college basketball, maybe you get a guy that sits in the G League for a little bit, but the top 50 players in college basketball, or 25 players in college basketball, you might see on your team next year if you like that guy, or you you could track them a little bit easier. So there's. Just less middling players that you don't know whether they're not going to uh, pan out or not. Right. I'm sorry, just laughing at the guy, the guy behind him with the two lights going like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep laughing at that. Now, but uh, but I mean, it's smart because I'm definitely going to order a Liberty uh, baseball hat. Like, I don't. Why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I get it fitted from Liberty? Right, it's a local team. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I, dude, it could be next door. I have no <laughs> fucking idea where <laughs> it is. Yeah. Where's Liberty? It's like DC. Is it really? Yeah, it's in Northern Virginia, bro. <laughs> you, you're lying because there's no way I I had to know if it's in Northern Virginia. Um, I have no idea. Are they Catholic? I have, I have no idea what type of a, a school it is. It is a college, right? Yeah, it's in Lynchburg. Okay, it's not I, in I, DC. I thought you it was in DC. Dumb, dumb. You're, at least I can admit I don't know anything. You just lie. <laughs> you just make shit up. All right, uh, we're both a big Liberty baseball. Fan. What are they? What is the name of their uh, mascot? The Liberties? They're the Flames. Okay, very good. Well, all right, now 2022. Okay. Um, <laughs> Lots to get to on the show today. Uh, first and foremost, I think we got to bring this up, Gigantor. Tonight is a big night for the Chad Duke Show. Oh. Pick it up. I'm going to try to do that noise that Scott people do. I can't. So I can do it. Here we go. I don't know how they do that. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> I love all the little sounds that ska bands make when they perform. Um, yeah. Are you are you skanking? What are you doing I, over there? I just like, I'm waiting for the, it comes in. Yeah, that. What? The little, it, it's not like there was a little xylophone in this one. A little xylophone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must have missed that. That's my favorite part. That's your favorite part right there? Exactly. Yeah, I never, I didn't hear that part. But Tor was like trying to bust out a little skank. You know a skank? You got to dance to ska. That's yeah, when you... you know, like that, don't ska bands have a separate... I, I, I don't know anything about ska. Right, sure. But... but Throw another log on the fire. They have... <laughs> things, things you don't know anything about. <laughs> but isn't there a, a guy on stage with them that's whose sole purpose that is, is to That is the dance? Mighty Mighty Boss Tones has that. Okay. They have a guy that just stands on stage and dances with them. Yes. Great bit, isn't it? It's a great bit. Tremendous bit. <laughs> Uh, it's not every ska band though Just in case you were wondering okay. Although I mean the, the pie tasters Might as well just add A couple more guys to the band Because they're splitting that pot So many different ways It doesn't really matter um, It is the Hootenanny tonight And you say Dukes what is that Well uh, Not every Friday night But some Friday nights We like to cut loose Tor and I get in here And we put on a little Variety show for you It is on Facebook Live And before you shit on Facebook And everybody gets angry And oh my personal information Um it, you can just sign up for a burner if you don't have an account. I, I don't, I'm not invested. I I am kind of grateful for Facebook because they provide you all this shit free of charge that you can use to get people interested in your product and such. Um, but we stream it live. Facebook Live is on facebook.com slash Chad Dukes show. And tonight is a, a big who to nanny because uh, we're paying off the Super Bowl bets between myself and... Uh, Tor is currently paying off his bet. He's wearing dungarees here in the studio. Um, 
But Money Monk, of course, from Monk's Barbecue, is going to come in here tonight, and he is going to have his head shaved, and he's going to have his beard shaved as he bet on the Los Angeles football Rams, giving four points to the Cincinnati Bengals. In the Super Bowl, lost in spectacular fashion. I had put up $3,000 to him and $1,000 to Tor. They both lost to Shude. So he hasn't been shaved since he was, I think he said, 14 years old? Yeah, 14 or 15. He's had a beard since then. He insists he has absolutely no chin whatsoever. Uh, I can't wait. I've never seen him without some sort of facial hair, not even in pictures. Uh, his wife is very upset about this. His child is very upset about this. Uh, I've, I have been told, Tor, that they are going to be running a live feed of the Hootenanny at Monk's Barbecue so the entire staff can gather around and watch. Uh <laughs> And then the culmination is when his uh, dumb bear butt face is in front of all of us, creeping us out and making us uncomfortable. Uh, we're going to snap a picture, frame that picture, and then it will hang at the end of the bar at Monk's Barbecue uh, as a payment for Monk trying to welch out of also having his um, eyebrows shaped. It's uh, it's gonna be a weird. It's gonna be weird because I don't know if you, this ever happened to you. I don't know if your your dad ever had facial hair. Yeah, my dad. Yeah. One day I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He had a full beard, and when one day I woke up and it was fucking gone. And I remember not only being upset, I was scared. Yeah, so, I remember it scared me because he looked so fucking disturbing. I had my dad take down his whole. All I ever knew, goatee on pops, and then takes it all down. I'm like, goatee, huh? I'm like, what the? Whoa, what, who are you? He walked in. I'm like. So, oh, I just shaved it down. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, here? your dad's younger. Like, there were there were no goatees when my dad. My my dad is a child of the '70s. So, like, when he was a an adult, it was the '70s, and everybody had giant fucking beards. You right. Know? The goatee was more of, a, I believe, like a '90s thing. I would think. Yeah, I, I. But it's always it was always facial hair, and I've only seen him shaved like that that one time. Sure, completely down. Yeah. They had to shave me down. I was uh, in that uh, the movie Tapawingo, which of course will, will never come out. Uh, but if you'd like to see uh, pictures and videos of it, it is at Tapawingo Film on Instagram. Uh, they shaved me completely for that, and it just for me, it's like when you're overweight, it's just depressing because like you double chin and the face, and it's it's just too much face. But I would say as a whole tour, unless you're Brad Pitt. You know, or Orlando Bloom. You're like some classically beautiful man. Channing Tatum, you yeah. know. You should have some facial hair. Like, cover yourself up a little bit, for God's sakes. N none of your faces are good enough to not try to be ashamed of a little bit. And even, I would say, good-looking guys benefit from having facial hair as well. So, there's been, like, Ant-Man would... <laughs> I hate to say this, but, like, Ant-Man and Hot Man Ted and all these guys, they all would look better with some kind of beard. They all look kind of weird with their big fucking sharp faces being slung around here for as long as they have. Um, so, yeah, it's on top of it, like, if you have a bad face, you should cover it up. But even if you have a good face, I feel like you should cover it up. Yeah, I was um, completely clean-shaven for about a full year. Uh, my last girlfriend preferred the, the clean-shaven face. That was a long, I, long I, I, time ago. It was. So that was yeah. the last time I was really consistently going uh, bald-faced. The day the virgin died. Yeah. That's what we called it back when Tor had a uh, an actual girlfriend. <laughs> bye, bye, all you hair and cheese pie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tor. You were saying? It was, it's, so it's... I, I'm, I'm happy that I can, uh, you know... Where did your girlfriend live? In Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada? <laughs> was upstate New York. Of course it was. You and Fez Wally. The big cat, Gigantor. That's who we're dealing with here. Oh, it's so funny. We call it, we call it Moon Tower. Party at the Moon Tower. 
Um, so that she was, didn't like the beard. She just preferred the the clean shaven look. Yeah, but you have. I mean, I don't mean any disrespect. You uh-huh. have the same beard I do, where it's like patchy and shitty. Like you can't grow a real beard. You have fucking holes all over the place. Yeah, I got two. I got two major holes on the side. I got. I got right there. Right. And I got. Well, you also got one over right. here. Oh, I got one I probably, right there. I got one under here, too. Oh, yeah. Problem is, is like, how did they not overcome that yet? You know? Like, I mean, I, there would be... If you went in and said, hey, hit me with a laser right here so I can get some follicles going so I can have a proper-looking beard. It also sucks because if you have a shitty beard, like, everyone makes fun of you for it. Like, dudes make... And it's like, what, what do you want me to do? I was... I would love to have a fucking gigantic William Lee Golden fucking Oak Ridge Boys beard. I I, I can't do it. The genetics didn't bless me with that. People are so weird about that, and then people who are like re- actually very very insecure about it, they're right. they're they're testing out all these. Pro- I know guys that that see like their I guess there's face rollers that open up your None of them all are. that stuff. They're getting uh, balms. They're getting creams. All that stuff for their face just to try to get an activation of the beard. It's so crazy. Like if they ever figured it out, because I would assume you could tie it into the hair on your head. Because uh, the baldness cure, whatever you know, whoever figures that out, it's going to make a billion. It's going to make more money than if you cure like actual disease. Right. In this world of ours, um, I, I went through that with Drab, where he would fucking fly over. He wanted to fly over to Turkey and have them like cut his ass hair off and <laughs> sew it into his head or whatever he was going to do. It's so funny. There's there's a there's pictures of like um of women in the Atlanta airport coming yeah. back from Brazil, and they're all in wheelchairs because they got the, okay, the butt implants. The butt implants. And it's guys with turbans on. <laughs> and then it's guys with the, <laughs> coming back from wherever, and they all got their heads wrapped it's up. It's fucking crazy to me. Like I, I think it's, it's, And I wonder, like, at some point, if you're coming back and you're looking around, there's four or five other guys that did it, don't you just feel like a horse's ass? Oh, it's, you're just like, oh, okay. like, fucking, Why don't I just buy a bicycle, learn to ride a bike or something, fucking build a ship in a bottle? Um, so the, the Hootenanny is tonight. If you would like to watch, it is free uh, on Facebook.com slash Ted Show. But tonight, I, I don't know when you're listening to this. We're recording it on Friday. Um, so that is available for all. I tried that new, um, did you see that new Coca-Cola that's out? The Starlight? Mm-hmm. I did. Have you tried it? I, I No, I did not. Tried it last night. I saw a bunch of people. It was weird. It was one of those zero to 100 miles an hour type of deals where I didn't see anything about it. And then my timeline on social media was littered with people that had stumbled across this thing. The um, when you, I'm trying not to drink during the week. So the past three or four nights I have, I've been sober. So you're just I'm kind of grinding my teeth looking for something to do. Right. And uh, my chick came back from work and it was shitty out. I was like, hey, let's go to the grocery store, get some stuff for the week. Oh, by the way, I've got a surprise for you. For me. Or for us? For us. Okay. It's based on a conversation uh, that we had a little while ago, and I don't even know if it'll translate to the audience, but I figured maybe the last 15 minutes of the show, uh, you and I can have a grapefruit. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Look how big that fucking grapefruit is. It's a shot put. I got the pick it up. I remember you said you like the weighty grapefruits. I got the two biggest grapefruits in the whole store. Well, I don't want to pick yours. So which one? Oh, whatever one you like. I wanted to give you dealer's choice. I'll eat the uh, the one that you don't want. But there is one that is bigger than the other. I don't know if you can see it, but uh, I really want to hold the big. That's one. That's what I figure. Go ahead and wrap your hands around. <laughs> this that. Is, oh, <laughs> oh goddamn! <laughs> I know you said you liked a, a grapefruit with some heft. This thing that could go through drywall. Don't you think? Like if you you don't have a lot of accuracy, but you got you got some strength behind that arm. You think you could put it through that wall over there? If you. Oh. Man, I, uh, 
Do you think you could kill a man with that grapefruit? Be honest. Uh, kill a man, probably not. But if I get him on the side of the temple, knock him I, out. I feel like I could definitely knock him you out, definitely or, do like or a, at least down. Sure, sure. You kind of right, hold up your. <laughs> Is that ridiculous? God. Well, everyone keeps. T First of all, I try to get us regular grapefruits, the sure. uh, the yellow grapefruits that are more tart. But um, damn it, they didn't just have them. Tor, all they had was ruby red grapefruits. So I was a little disappointed there. And it went back to the um, the out of season discussion you or I had, where I was like, why do people say things are out of season whenever I go to the store? Everything seems to be there. Yeah. But they didn't have no yellow grapefruit, so they had um, normal grapefruit. They didn't have those palmellos that we were looking for. I was going to get us one of those, but um, they had. They said it was labeled giant red grapefruit. That's what it was labeled as, so I grabbed the two biggest ones, threw it in the sack. Yeah, this is really throwable. I mean, obviously, your, your apple's throwable, your orange is throwable. Yeah, but that one, I feel like, this for whatever reason, maybe it's the peel. Yeah. That it's all contained the way that it is. But anyway, I feel like we should eat them at the end of the show. I'd love to. I mean, it won't be entertaining for anybody. <laughs> My wife, do you want to know how fucking fat and disgusting I am? So we're like, we're going to the grocery store tour, and I walk into the fruit aisle looking for grapefruits, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going, to, I'm going over to the fruit aisle. She's like, why? Like, you know, I like fruit. She's like, really? I've never seen you eat a piece of fruit in my whole life. I'm like, oh, all right. Could you please go someplace else? Go, go over the, go, 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 go. Please, please leave me to my devices. Yeah, in go this to the aisle. Starbucks, get yourself an iced frappe. You know, fuck, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I went crazy in the fruit aisle last night, by the way. I bought pears. Oh, uh, and then I bought, um, they had those big bins of sliced up apples where they already did the work for you. So oh, that's I nice. got, got one of those too. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was at the grocery store. I got us big grapefruits so we can have that at the end of the show. <laughs> um, I, uh, they, in my, uh, in my grocery store, they have like this little, um, you're, you're, they have the prepared food section. Mm -hmm. And before you get there, they have like a little cooler that has single beverages. And I, and I literally think it's for you to just grab one and, and drink while you're shopping. And uh, I noticed that they, they usually don't have a very good selection. And there was a giant gap in the display. And I said, oh, man, they must be out. So I look in the very back of the gap. There's one of these Starlight Coca-Colas. And if if you haven't seen these, they're everywhere right now. They're... I don't know how this works, Tor, but they're supposed to be space-flavored. Space-flavored Coke and Coke Zero is what it's supposed to be. I, I don't hate the gimmick. I just don't know why that happens in late February. Right. But an intriguing gimmick, right? Yeah. Um, haven't seen a commercial for these. Everything that I have seen has been word of mouth. So credit to Coke for kind of having that. And it's a great gimmick. You say it's space-flavored. Everyone has it. What the fuck does that mean? And the bottle's kind of cool. It's like kind of pink and like shiny and red, and it's, it kind of looks cool. So I grab it, and um, my 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 wife is there, and I said, "Let's let's try this thing." So we pop it open, and we each take the first sip. And the first sip is I orgasmic. It's fucking delicious. Like there's cream soda. There's what appears to be maybe a little cherry, and then the the. The full essence of a cotton candy, a little bit of cotton candy in there. Okay. But it wasn't too sweet. Like, the first sip was just really, really interesting and delicious. And I was like, this is light. It's fucking great. Like, this is going to be my new go-to. And then immediately, the second sip, I'm like, that is enough. I have had enough of this fucking product probably for the rest of my life. Um, I could see me trying another one again, but I've never, I've never had a burn factor that high on a soda probably in all my days where it started off spectacular and then just immediately I feel like some of those um Bud Light alcoholic seltzers we've tried yeah were kind of like that 
where you had the first sip, you're like, oh, this could be okay. Oh, no. Like, it wasn't vile. It just was too much by the time the second and third sip rolled around. Now, would it be good? Would Lao Goat enjoy it? Because he's not adverse to the He got a bit of a sweet tooth. Um, Yeah, I think a lot of people will enjoy it. I mean, but it's, I think Ant-Man would really enjoy it. Yeah. But it's very, it goes from just kind of being delightful to being sickeningly sweet um, almost immediately. But I I will give them credit. It is better than, I mean, Orange Coke was an abomination. Uh, Peach Coke was an abomination. Like, they haven't really put out anything since, I guess, Vanilla Coke that I have thought really worked well. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe you could consider this progress. I mean, their heavy hitters are such home runs. I mean, cherry. I first time I had Cherry Coke, Brand New World, Vanilla Coke, holy shit. Well, the Cherry Vanilla Coke, and, 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 which you can't find anywhere anymore, is one of the best sodas I've ever had. Right. And I'm not – I don't drink soda like that. But right. I, I can respect the greats, basically. Respect! <laughs> Yeah, so that it was. I mean, it was fine. It was it was good to try, um, and I, and I was glad that I was there to get it. But uh, we got all of our uh, shopping done, and then uh, got home, and uh, my wife bought some uh, cauliflower taco shells. Uh, I can officially say this: you and I are simpatico on. Uh, I think we like the cauliflower freezer pizzas. Love them. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty damn good. They do the job. They're not perfect for you, and they don't taste. They're not, you know. If you order a nice fresh pizza, it's good. It's not, but it's pretty good for a, a cauliflower freeze of pizza. Pretty damn good. If you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, I want pizza," and then you have, you can either order a a, a pan pizza from Domino's or have that cauliflower pizza that's in your free, freezer. You're sitting here like, "Oh, okay, I can make this choice here and be okay with it." I would agree. I, I'm not in love with myself after I've housed an entire, you know, <laughs> cauliflower freezer pizza. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't despise myself the same way I do when I order a Domino's pizza for myself. Right. Um, so that's probably the difference. This did not work. This did not hold up. Uh, the taco shell was very thin. It did not hold together. It was uh, narrow at the base, so it like, all tipped over. Tasted kind of funky. Uh. So, um, well, I've endorsed the cauliflower pizzas. I, I cannot. I think it was. Uh, I generally like Ortega taco shells. Yeah, I, I dig. I dig those. And this was from them, and I, I was I was disappointed in that as well. But. Um, she made tacos, which is always great. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm sitting down. I've got my, my Starlight uh, Coke Zero, and I've got my taco shells. And we fire up the latest episode of uh, 1883. I've been saving it. It's the uh, Taylor Sheridan prequel to Yellowstone. It is exclusive to Paramount+. Plus, I don't know how many of you are watching it, but it's, it's a smash hit. It's a, it's a really big hit, and uh, especially for a, a premium streaming application. You haven't seen one episode, correct? No, but I saw that people were actually sending you uh, tweets like that day that it dropped saying if you saw the new one. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I will let people know when I've watched it if you're listening to the show. The good thing is I've kind of faded away from I, – I used to be in a spot where people would just spoil things for me left and right Yeah, because I had a high, a high enough profile, I guess, to do that. But now that I've faded into obscurity, I don't get as much of that. If you listen to this show, like I'll – I'll let you know what I've seen 1883, and I won't spoil it for you. It's one of those shows that I like to kind of – I don't watch the day it drops. I like to keep it for a slow night, especially if I'm not fucking drinking. Right. Um, it's, this, it's the penultimate episode, so there's only one left. Fucking spectacular. Like, one, one of the best – and it's been, it's been kind of a slow series, and the, the episode before this one is probably the slowest episode of them all. And I say that with still – I think it might be the best show on TV, and it's gorgeous, and it's well-acted, and it's well-written, and I love it. 
But it's been slow, and it's been slow recently. So much happened in this episode, and there were so many dramatic things, and there was lots of action, and he just does such a good job. The, the Indians, the, the the Native Americans. I say Indians, by the way, because they say in, that's what they call themselves, Indians. Like, I, I'm, I'm over the whole we need to fucking label everything. Like, it's – that is a – I'm firmly convinced that is a bigger deal for everybody screaming at each other on social media and writing in the newspapers than it is for people that are actually living in these communities. Um, and Taylor Sheridan does an, a fucking unbelievable job writing for Native Americans. He just does. Like, it's it's – he he gives the proper due to the plight and how difficult the life was and what what they went through and what happened. He does a great job in Yellowstone, which is a modern show. He does an even better job here with he just writes characters that are interacting with. It's all about this wagon train that's heading up to Oregon, led by uh, Sam Elliott, and um, they they encounter different like tribes and they encounter different groups of Native Americans. Some of them are very vicious and warlike, and some of them are like very you know, amicable, and they're like they're trading with him and going back and forth, and he's, they're, they're well cast. You just don't see it a lot. Like, we watch a lot of Westerns, like when I was growing up, uh, John Wayne Westerns. It's a bunch of dudes, like, painted up, and it just it feels like they're all caricatures. Right. They're fleshed out. They're real people. Uh, one of my favorite characters in the show is is uh, the is, is a Native American, and um, I don't know. It just, I think it really adds to the experience of being out in the West. He does a great job of depicting how brutal it is and how close to death you are at all time, like... You know, it's one, you fall off the horse, you're dead. You know, it's it's not this fucking crazy shit that we've seen in Westerns our whole life. Um, a lot of bandits, a lot of shooting bandits, a lot of people getting bit by a rattlesnake and they just fucking die, you know, just shit like that. It, it, was, it was just, there's so much happened in this one episode. I'm like, God damn, how did you, what was it like to film this? It was spectacular. And I, I, I don't want to ruin anything because if people aren't watching the show, I don't often say this. It's worth the sub. Like, it's worth going to whatever Paramount Plus is and paying for it just for this episode. And uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited that they're going to do a season two. And I'm really, really excited that they've got this 1932 uh, show that it's going to follow, I guess, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's son. And they're they're tremendous in this. And I, I always get taken aback that I'm like, oh, yeah, those are like two of the biggest country music stars to ever live. And they're you just forget that they're who they are in the show. Um, you just think of them as this couple that's going across the country with their family. It's interesting. Maybe I'm not as tuned into it. Um, but are you my, a big my, Western my, guy? I feel like you're not the biggest Western fan. I've liked everyone that I've watched. Oh, really? I, I like. Well, I, then you would love this. Yeah, I, I, I've liked. I like. I watched Tombstone for the first time. Uh, we talked about that. Love okay. that movie. I loved uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. That's probably that's probably my favorite right now. Well, those are two of the greatest, <laughs> I mean, Westerns of all time, so that's good. You picked two good ones. Um, fuck. We talked about, I'm, oh, I'm going to, I'm not. What? Uh, there's the, the movie. Oh, no. And then. Am I, I going to get upset when you say what it actually is? Yeah, yeah, because I'm forgetting the name. Um, because it has two mega movie stars in it. Okay. We talked about it at length. 310 to Yuma? Uh-uh. Oh, what was it? Eastwood and Morgan Freeman. Unforgiven? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, it just won Best Picture. Don't worry about it. I really enjoyed it. It's widely thought of as the greatest Western of all time. No big deal. Also, have you heard of Gene Hackman? I've heard of him. You've heard of him? Okay. Could you pick him out of a lineup? I'd be tough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, have you seen that movie? Unforgiven? Yeah. Yeah. The kid's blind. Shoot. The, the, the third. The, I, 
Swear to God, I've seen it. They did my guy Ned dirty. They did him dirty. <laughs> they certainly did. They fucking decorate your saloon with my friend. Any man don't want to get killed. Best clear on out the back. <laughs> Great line. You, sir, are a coward. Um, yeah, you should learn a little bit more about Gene Hackman. I think you'd probably appreciate that movie even more. Have you seen uh, Crimson Tide? Crimson Tide, I have not. Well, I mean, he doesn't. It's very rare Gene Hackman's in a bad movie. So I think that uh, you liked him in Get Shorty, though. I loved it. Remember Lo- Get Shorty? I loved J- Get Shorty. Well, he's Harry. Would you? He's the network executive that gets beat up by fucking Dennis Franz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't you take a fucking look at this? Wow. <laughs> fucking. Starts pointing the gun up at him. Get I don't have time for this shit. Nah, that's it, Harry. That's it. If I come back here, I'm going to put you through that fucking wall. What a great movie that is. Um, would you consider Desperado a Western? I watched um, that. I would say it's a uh, neo-Western, I think okay. is the way they describe it, where it's like kind of got some of the tropes of a Western, but it's in a more of a modern setting. But yeah, Des- Desperado's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But um, great show. And uh, the uh, the finale's coming up, so uh, I, I highly recommend you guys check it out. Okay. Um we talked about the hoot, right? Yeah, I think we did. Did you watch Cabin in the Woods yet? I have not. One of the reasons why I almost uh, canceled the the, uh, the hoot and tonight is because I figure you hadn't watched Cabin in the Woods yet. So I said I, I got to I got to do a silent protest for myself. You know, I got to get in my semi and block the borders to the Chad Duke show because Tor hasn't seen Cabin in the Woods. Um, stop marking shit. Get out of here. I didn't mark anything. I see you over there marking. <laughs> he just lifted his leg and pissed on the floor. He's marking everywhere. Um. I almost, uh, I almost canceled the hoot tonight because I wanted to get on my uh, on Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook and do my gaming stream so I could discuss. There's a, uh, there's big news tour. Well, it's actually more speculation, but it's big news in the community. With okay. Ken. So do you know who Ed Boone is? I do. I get tweet notifications from him. No, I get tweet notifications from him, and somehow you've wormed your way into my fucking life. Pop up all the time. Could you fucking stop? Get off of my Twitter. Why are you on my Twitter all the time? I, 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 oh, you mean Abu Zai? I was giving it very early on. What does Abu Zai mean? <laughs> so you're seeing everything I'm doing on Twitter? No, no, no. But you have notifications turned on. Yeah. Well, it's it's just your Twitter notifications for who tweeted that. I know, but I thought, bone. here's why I gave you that information. Because I thought you were going to tweet about the show. Right. You've never tweeted once. I think I have recorded one tweet. <laughs> I don't see you on the Instagram. I don't see you on the Facebook. I don't know why you have access to any of that shit. Okay. Um, Ed Boone is uh, the co-creator of Mortal Kombat, correct? Yes. He won some achievement award last night, which was very nice. And he was asked uh, about their upcoming game. And what, here's what you have to understand, Tor, that uh, NetherRealm Studios, which is his studio, they have alternated between doing uh, Mortal Kombat and Injustice, which is the uh, DC superhero fighting game. Okay. Like Batman fighting Superman, all that stuff. Yeah. They've gone back and forth for the past few years. It went like Mortal Kombat 9, Injustice. Then it went Mortal Kombat X, then Injustice 2, and then Mortal Kombat 11. So they've kind of gone back and forth. They didn't announce anything last year, which is when they were due to announce something. Since that's taken place, uh, Street Fighter's ended. They've announced the next Street Fighter. All, all kinds of shit has happened. We still have heard nothing from NetherRealm. Well, they, they were involved in this big... They're owned by Warner Brothers, and they were involved in this big sale. So people don't know if these DC characters are tied up in this gigantic sale, and that's why they haven't announced the game. There have been rumors that um, they're going to put out a Marvel versus DC fighting game by NetherRealm uh, for their next entry which 
I think the normies would go fucking absolutely apeshit for. Uh, I'm not all that interested in. I'd probably end up buying it. But as a Mortal Kombat fan, that, that's kind of what I was hoping for would be the next installation. So what last night, uh, Ed Boon came out and basically said, uh, there's a really good reason why we haven't announced the next game. And once you figure out what the next game is, it will all make sense why we've been so clandestine. And I'm paraphrasing here, but that's kind of what he said. So in my community, the Mortal Kombat community, um, it was like a fucking someone rolled a grenade into the room because basically what the way that it was interpreted is that the next game is not going to be Mortal Kombat and it's not going to be Injustice because if that was the case, it just would be out. They would have made the announcement. Yeah. It's gone back to people thinking it is Marvel versus DC. That is now what people think the game is going to be. I almost canceled the hoot because I was so fired up to talk about this. I immediately started firing off messages to Headlocked. We were going back and forth speculating, speculating. I was like, I've got to get on the gaming stream and talk about this with everybody. I'll I'll do one tonight. Like I was saying that this morning, and then I forgot we had the hoot nanny. And just for a split second, I said, well, I'll cancel the hoot, and I'll do a stream instead. <laughs> But I, I said I'd have a hard time explaining that to Tor, and I'd have a hard time explaining that to Monk, and I've had a hard time explaining that to the audience. But that was that was the red alert that I was dealing with earlier in the day. I was putting out fires left and right. I appreciate that because I'm, I'm thinking, oh, God, we got people bringing stuff up. We got, I, got... I noticed you've been wrangling quite a bit. It's been a good amount. You're the fucking uh, rambling, gambling man up here fucking trying to get people to – maybe you could just have had yourself a little, a little soiree. Oh, just us up here eating. It could have been Tor's Taco Tico, and you get on the fucking uh, – you get on the uh, stream and you just talk about all the things you're sampling. That works. It's not bad, right? Well, we did basically a show just like that. We did win with the with the the, the boxes hoot nanny. The, the the oh the salted meat yeah the salted meat the hickory farms hoot nanny <laughs> yeah. yeah that was fun. <laughs> you guys, if you don't listen to the show on a regular basis, one time we just did a show where we were eating summer sausage and cheeses. Have you tried this mustard? <laughs> I'm like, no, goat. I have it. it well, you better get some into you. <laughs> if you have the means, I suggest that you pick up some of this jalapeno pepperdu mustard that I'm enjoying over here. Yes, man, that that honey mustard is a Man, I tell you what, this honey mustard, I laid it on as thin as my lips, and it was a delicious accoutrement. I could not believe I, what? He was so willing to take that fourth mic that night. Oh, yeah. He didn't even set his stuff up in the back. Oh, no. No, he I, just wanted to, I, because he knew he was going to be eating on microphone. That's the only thing he wants to do. I, I was, well, that's crazy to me, because in the early stages of the hoot, he hated eating and drinking on the microphone. Um, I think that he lo he desperately wants attention. And I okay. think you saw that. Remember when we were down at the beach this past week? We did all these great beach shows. And we were you know, we were up in this little uh, loft in the beach house that we were in. And there's not really a lot of places to sit. And uh, our, our buddy Jimmy Jester, who's one of the producers on the show, he sat down and um, he cracked his head. And we were really worried about him for a while. I actually put the picture. I have the, the exact picture of Jester cracking his head. I put it up on Instagram.com slash Chad Duke show. Um, do you remember what happened during that? Well, that whole thing was going on. He complained about Jester possibly breaking both of his feet. Okay, there was that. But if you list, go back and listen to that segment, Jester falls and cracks his head, and all you hear is Ant Man screaming and yelling. Yeah, for like for like five minutes. He he's desperate for attention. Like whenever anything happens, he's the first one yelling and screaming, and you're an idiot. And, oh, I can't believe it. it's you know he he just. He doesn't know the difference between good attention and bad attention. So sure. I think that if he can sit on microphone and just noisily chew, 
to him, that's as good as if he was up here fucking, you know, ripping off A-list, you know, Chris Rock, fucking George Carlin material, you know? <laughs> so I think that's why he was just so comfortable, especially, you know, if we're going to have a discussion about politics or f- sports or movies, he can't contribute to that. There's a big club, and we're not eating it. But he can eat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He can fucking eat that shit. Um, what were we talking about? The... You just completely oh, warned me. My uh, soiree, my taco. Oh, soiree. the taco tico. I almost, uh, yeah, I almost fucking uh, canceled the show. It's fifty days until the USFL kicks off. Did you know that? I didn't know it was that soon. Fifty days to the day. I believe I pulled the website up. Here you go. Fifty days, six hours, twelve minutes, and twenty-four, twenty-three. 22. They have a uh, countdown ticker on their website, which, like by the that. way, it's, it's theusfl.com because they couldn't, you know, yeah, like, they couldn't get the real one. But um, there's, I, I think the USFL kind of flew under the radar for, they were showing commercials for it for, I'd say, the back half of the NFL season, right? Yeah. It flew under the radar, though, right? Like, I feel like there was way more hype around the Alliance of American Football, way more hype around the XFL. This one kind of crept up on us. I think. What they've done social media-wise is clean and it looks good, but it doesn't have that same pop because the XFL, when they were teasing their league, uh, it was after the Alliance ended and nobody was really that thrilled with the Alliance. And then the XFL came on. They said, oh, here's what the XFL used to be. Flashing light, flashing light, new uniform, uh, you know, 1080p crisp video we're like okay sure cool. so this is this is it this is what we're going for they also had all of the they had brand recognition because yeah. a lot of people remember the old xfl <clears throat> same thing with the usfl they had their i mean but it was way this is years and years and years ago that the, the first usfl took place but this one is um i don't know we, we also got that the the xfl has a deal with the nfl yeah right they're gonna be like a farms league so i don't know how the usfl sneaks in there um there's a little bit of news on it one is they had their draft um and there's a lot of players i don't recognize most of these players that got drafted in the tampa bay uh my team the tampa bay bandits <laughs> but jordan tiamu i believe is how you say his name was the quarterback of the uh the st louis battle hawks and the xfl and he was like one of the dudes he was like one of the like pj walker there there were guys that played well enough in the xfl where you're like oh shit you know these guys could still go and i think i think he made the steelers i'm not sure he got signed by an nfl team he got drafted uh to play quarterback in the uh usfl uh kyle letta the guy that was drafted by i believe the new york giants out of the university of richmond yeah he's gonna be a quarterback i think it's for, is it the maulers I uh, I think he was first overall to the Panthers. First overall. Yeah. Well, there is no um, you, the, the Michigan Panthers. That's right. I think it's a bad idea, by the way, to name your team after a, a team that exists in the NFL currently. I agree. I realize there was a Panthers in the first uh, rendition of this, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. The quarterbacks are interesting enough where you've heard of some of these guys. Um, yeah, Paxton Lynch is in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the guy that was like fucking, you know drafted the first round by the Broncos. So, right. you know, and, and and with the competition being lowered, there's enough. I just got to know a couple of the guys. You know what I mean? I got to look there. So, oh, I remember when Lawrence Phillips, you probably, you won't remember this tour, but before he went to jail forever, I think, is Lawrence Phillips probably dead. Is he dead? Look at that. He might have been killed in jail. I, I might be incorrect about that, but that guy's had a <laughs> checkered past. 
he had this monster season in the in the NFL Europe where you're like, oh my God, somebody's going to sign him in the offseason, and you, you knew who he was. Is he alive? I think he passed in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, well, I think he might have been accused of murder. It was something really, really bad. Um, I'm using as an example, though, just of a name that all football fans would uh, would know. And I think that's what you got to have. You got to have a couple of guys that you can tune in to be like, okay, I know who that is. I want to see if he dominates in this league. So they have that. Um, And then there was this story that came out um, today that I guess if you sign with the USFL tour, um. They kind of have a way of fucking over the XFL, which is coming back in 2023. Yeah. All right. So the USFL gets a one year jump. The Sports Business Journal reported that player contracts in the USFL cover one year with a one year option. So if the USFL wants to, it can squat on all their players if they wanted to. Um, but certainly on their stars, like whoever is their breakout players, whoever they think plays well. Now, you would have to assume that those I, – I, I doubt they could squat on them to go to the NFL, or, or maybe they could. I don't know. But it, it would it would keep them away from the XFL last year, even though the XFL has this collaboration with the NFL. So I, I don't know. If you are – if you're a player that's already signed up for the USFL, I, I wonder how privy they were to all of that and if they would have made a different decision saying, well, why don't I go play for the fucking league that The Rock owns that already has a deal with the NFL? I think that a player, if they're, good, if, if, if they're getting a call from the Jets, they're saying, hey, I'm going to the Jets, and I think the USFL, it would be best for them right. to say, go on ahead. There's going to be another every, – every time the draft rolls around, we're going to have another cycle of 100 viable players to come and play in this league easily. Right. There's enough top-skilled Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three college football players that you could plug and play in any of these USFL teams, and the more players you get going into the NFL, better look for you. Sure. I also I, think they're going to have game film. You know, it's going to be recent game film on these players. Right. Even if it's at a lesser competitive um, level, that's going to be – it's worth more if you're trying to get reinserted back into the league. I'll tell you what I like is fucking Terrell Owens and all these guys always constantly running their mouths like, I, I could go play for this team. I go, go fucking play for this team. Go ahead. Go out there and catch 100 – you know, 10 catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns in the USFL against a bunch of 25-year-olds and then – you know, see what happens after that. I'd love to see T.O. and Chad Ochocinco back in there. And just, I don't uh, think that's what this league is meant for. No. But, they, I mean, they, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the stories. It's usually T.O. Like, I don't know if there's a lot of other guys doing it. Like, oh, I could be signed right now. I go out there. Well, go do this then. Right. Go do this and, and figure it out in this league. And if it works. I think there's a couple of reasons, Tor, why this could be. Well, maybe one big reason why it could be more successful this time around. And I think it should be fairly obvious. Um We've never had sports gambling like this. Right. When one of these leagues goes belly up. We didn't have it for the XFL. We didn't have it for like, fantasy is one thing, but people are going to be able to gamble on football in the spring. It might be enough. You know, it might be worth half a fucking point in the ratings every goddamn week. Right. Where people are just watching because they like to throw cash. Especially if the, the baseball players keep on tugging their puds not getting the games sure. going if that that lockout continues what are we getting yeah what are how we many doing? people though do you think just bet on football out of gamblers oh i think most 
uh, I'll say everyone I know. That solely bets on football? Mm-hmm. I'd say 50-50. I know of Okay, but even if it's 50-50. Right. That's a big you know, number. It's a huge number. Like, I'll put out a couple bets on fights. But mostly, I'm I'm waiting for you know college football or professional football for me to do most of my game. I, it, it's just if you're making a fucking argument that for one of these spring leagues to actually find success, yeah, that is the biggest variable. I would say the biggest X factor. Gambling, it takes. I mean, once I started sports gambling, I could give a shit about fantasy. I yeah, fa- give, I fantasy. Give a shit about it. You know what it feels like? It feels like drinking a light beer as opposed to a shot of liquor. Right, is what it feels like. Like, okay, I can I can have a few light beers, and oh, now it's time for a shot. Like, let's. I'm not. My buzz is going away. I had some horse duvers. Let me go ahead and get a shot now. I make one trade in fantasy last year. I picked some players up off the waivers. I right. make one trade. It's just not the the you know. It's too. It's not enough money, and the payoff is it takes too long to get. Is what I would say. And then uh, I'm tired of talking fantasy with people that are in the league. I'm just like, okay. I'm tired of talk. I, I, I'm not even necessarily – it is embarrassing to me for the people that are in my league where they don't know anything about the actual games that are going on, but they know, like, everyone else's roster. Like, I'll hear Stupid Joe and Stupid Ant-Man, and they will just – they know every single person that's on Neil from Grand Slam Barbecue's roster, but they can't tell me who the backup quarterback is for the New York Giants, you know? Why am I not in that league? Well, it was. We had to make sure you were going to work out this year. <laughs> well, the good thing is there's an available slot, as there I'm always st- is. I'm still very upset. <laughs> Joe coming in. Oh, that was big for you, Chad. That you had that rough. receiver. Oh, that. Would, oh, yeah, two touchdowns. That was huge for your team. How about your team, Joe? How about he pocket watches like a motherfucker when it comes to other people's fantasy leagues, and it is enraging. But he, he doesn't have any context. Like, he doesn't know how. He's never played fantasy football. No one's ever taught him right. how. So he had 23 transactions before the first week of the season. Then we bullshitted him and told him it was $20 a transaction, and then he stopped fucking making them completely. <laughs> All you got to do is just lie through your teeth and tell him it's going to cost him a saw buck if he's off. I hate Joe. There's a big long line there. He sent me a text yesterday. He did? F- fucking livid. What did it say? I, I couldn't believe I got this text from, from him. I actually, well, he's, he's, he couldn't be more rude, Smoky Mountain Joe Tannehill, on uh, texting. Yesterday, 3 o'clock. I can't believe you apologized. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> Way to go, Joe. LVP for me, Joe. Yeah, do you know how many people fucking message me about you fucking apologizing to me this week? <laughs> One of my favorite moments in the history of the show. Oh, if you have, if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to subscribe. Go to chaddukeshow.com. I, uh, I've completely fucked tour over this week and then somehow got... <laughs> somehow convinced him to apologize to me for it and the uh, the audience. You've been a babyface for a very long time. Yeah. But after that, I feel like a, a majority of the audience has turned against you. As they should. They should. Although you do look good in your wigwam. I was, love it. Was it worth being embarrassed the way that you were at inconvenience for that wigwam? Yeah. Not good. I do you like- could have pissed on the floor. I would have gotten the mop. And cleaned it up for this wigwam. If I would have just had that wigwam hanging hanging out on a hook. Sure. Give me another pack. It got to be quicker pattern. than that. Yeah. Almost got it. <laughs> um, how many layers today? Uh, three layers again. Okay. So shirt, sweatshirt, wigwam. That's right. And that's going to be it till, till August, I imagine. Yeah, until it starts warming up. Well, it ain't today. Ugh, fucking worst. Fuck no. Um, last bit of football news. Um, have you seen all this uh, positioning over the where the uh, – the announcers, like the, the color commentary guys for next year. Yeah, Aikman might be out and moving to ESPN. So Aikman might be going to Monday Night Football. 
Um, is it Amazon that's going after Joe Buck? Who's going after Joe Buck? And then if they don't get Joe Buck, they're going to go after Al Michaels. I thought Al Michaels was first on the off the docket because people were saying that that might have been his last game with NBC last year. I heard that. Well, he did part time, didn't he? Like Tariko called a bunch of games last year on NBC. Oh, did he? You didn't know that? I, I might not have picked up on that. I'm not sure. A football fan. Don't you want to be in Sports Talk Radio? Yeah. I just... Um, and then Amazon. I saw this crazy fucking. It said like if. If they can't land Troy Aikman, they're gonna concentrate on Sean McVay. <laughs> I was like, well, you mean Super Bowl winning head coach Sean McVay, where he said maybe one day he's gonna want to focus on his family. You think he's retiring next year? Like, I, I, I maybe it benefits these these media outlets to just have their names associated with some of these players, but you're not getting Sean McVay. The other one I saw was um, Brady. Yeah, it was Tom Brady? If he's not playing. I doubt he's going to sit there and talk about it. Well, first of all, wasn't the last conversation we had that we all think Tom Brady's coming back next year? That's where I'm sitting at. Well, sure, take your springtime, your summer, and then come back and say, oh, I still know how to run a three-yard out. You know, I, I still know how to do this. I think that, that to, to go from that to that we're just going to – I mean, there's no way Tom Brady – everyone has been trying to land Peyton Manning for how many years now? Since he retired. To do something, right? Yeah. Um. He did that show with with Eli right this year, but that was weird, um, and it certainly wasn't him traveling from city to city calling games. It's him sitting in his fucking house doing a Zoom show. Amazon and Fox targeting Tom Brady. I mean, you might as well put in the call, but I just can't see it. A mil- I, I mean, Tom Brady's on another level, and, and no, and I don't mean no disrespect. He's on another level than Peyton Manning is. Yeah. He's not going to just sit there and call football games the year after he retires. I just can't see it happening. He, he, I mean, if someone said, here, you can be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, I could see him doing that. Right. Or here, come be an owner of our team or a general manager, like doing a John Elway or something. I could see that. I, I can't see Tom Brady. I mean, it was a big deal when they just handed the keys to Tony Romo to be the guy on CBS, right? Right. And how much bigger of a deal is Tom Brady than Tony Romo? A thousand times bigger. I also, I don't even know. Peyton's sneaky funny. Right. I think, I don't think Brady's very sneaky funny. I think he's he kind of. He can bust balls better than I thought. He can, but he's also kind of hardo. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't know how seriously he's going to take himself. But but don't you think that over, I mean, we talked about this during the season. He seemed to be much more of a human being as Tampa's quarterback than he did as the Patriots quarterback. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know if that's just saying, okay. I paid 18 years worth of dues in New England, and now I'm going to go here and kind of do what I want. And I'll right. bring Gronk in. I'll bring AB in, and we're just going to have a good time down here in Florida, win some games. we got a high-powered offense, and that's going to be it. Um, and then, I don't know, Arians tried to do his Arians bit. But I don't it, it, I don't know. I just think that we his personality is better than what I thought that it was in New England. He seemed to you know throw in the fucking statue, and he did way more endorsements, and – he would break either the golf tournaments where he's busting balls with Aaron Rodgers and shit. Like right. he just seems like he's more of a human than I thought before when he was just avocado ice cream. My trainer's got to come on the fucking plane. Like he was a fucking mystery up there in New England. Now at least he seems like as much of a human being as Tom Brady can be. Well, he picked up a. I don't know when he. I think he started getting on social media his final year on the Patriots, or maybe right. two years beforehand. So now yeah, it's all to pick up a little more. TB twelve. It was all just shit. Now, now he's, he's all just fuck around. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. I, I think he would do fine at that job. It just it almost. I hate to say it feels beneath him, 
but it does feel a little bit beneath him. The, the latest I saw, by the way, is that uh, the best course of action for the um, – well, first of all, Arians came out and tried to make it sound like Blaine Gabbert was actually an option to take over for fucking Tom Brady. He just hasn't been on a team this good. Oh, I, really? I'm sure. I'm sure he fucking has. Here's Josh Rosen. <laughs> you go ahead and start him. Uh, Garoppolo, he's the name I keep hearing about going to uh, Tampa Bay. I actually don't hate that. I don't hate it. He did what they did with San Fran. If if they they still have an incredibly stacked team, uh, they could win the division. The, the Saints are going to be awful next year. Carolina's going to be awful next year. Atlanta's going to get two wins. Atlanta's going to be maybe the worst team in the NFC next year. They suck. They suck so much. Dude, I can't believe. I feel actually I've been sending you some screen caps. I, I'm upset by that. How are they? Well, I don't, I'm not. You you're, think, you're killing I, me. I, I'm surprised they're getting drug as hard as they are this early into the fucking offseason is all I'm saying. Also, I didn't realize that Matt Ryan's cap situation was as hideous as it is. Well, you keep on pushing it off, and he keeps on taking pay cuts. Eventually, you're going to have to pay the big dog. Hey, don't worry about it. Once Mitchell Trubisky is installed in that offense, you guys are going to be waltzing right up and down the field. Mitchell Trubisky installed in the offense. I install myself in front of an 18-wheeler. <laughs> Can we welcome you over? Will you start tightening the fuck up if I'll, it's Mitch Trubisky's I'll, the big acquisition? I don't know. I'll start start watching cricket, something else. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I love it. I can't do it. All right, go get us some plates. Okay, gotcha. Oh, do we need just, a knife? Knives? You've never eaten a grapefruit, have you? No, we're just gonna we're gonna rip it open with our hands. Oh, okay. I'll make that better. Well, I figured. Do we need a knife for a grapefruit? You're the one that's a skunk ape. You have to fucking peel coconuts with your goddamn hands. You should be able to handle one of these uh, grapefruit. You notice I kept it in the fridge, so it's nice and cool for us? It is. All right, so what you want to do is, um, do you see this top part here where it's got the little puckered balloon knot? Uh-huh. You just want to sink a fucking like, fingernail in there and pull it back from there. Gotcha. And now, look, it's going to get real sticky, so you got to be ready to deal with that. Maybe we'll have to just walk away from the microphones. <laughs> And then you come back after you wash your hands. That works. All right. Oh, shit. This is a little difficult to get into. They have a tool. Oh, do it on this side. It's softer. Okay. They have a tool. It's like this uh, yellow plastic thing with a hook where you just stick it in and then you drag it down the side. And I would try to get. Oh, smell that. Dude. It smells like fucking Christmas. You smell it? I'm getting there. Oh, that's a good one. We are now peeling our uh, ruby red grapefruits. I get. Uh, I thought Christmas was the pomegranate. I it is, that I, and that's just, it, it's not, it smells like citrus, but are you having some trouble? I'm getting it. Here we go. Dude, the best part is when you pull this part out, and this whole thing, this whole oh, little yeah, yeah, stem yeah. comes uh, yanking out. Okay. Look at how much fruit that is, bro. This is <laughs> that's a, the first time that's ever been said. This is a massive... Now, this shit doesn't taste very good, but I've been told it's good for you. Oh, the, the white... The, Whatever the white skin part is. Yeah. I gotta get this part out. I'm warning you, dude. This thing's gonna be juicy as shit. It's gonna be like your fucking. I come over with some wine and some fucking uh, souffle. Hey, where are you marking that? <laughs> Don't you mark that? Despicable. 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 I'm not allowed to tell jokes on this show anymore. What do you want me to do? Read out of the phone book? <laughs> fucking Christ! You want to debate the DH? You loser. <laughs> I just can't believe they're going to allow uh, baseball players to hit the baseball in the baseball game. Fuck you. Figure out a way to get the, pa- the players fucking to- willing to play again. Start with that, dickhead. <laughs> Our employees are unwilling to work. Well, maybe we should start with that. <laughs> Manfred sucks. Manfred and Sons. I'd watch that. <laughs> 
They cast him as a guy that drives a dump truck around. Fucking trash truck. All right. How are you doing over there? Oh, know. dude, you're slow. I'm, I'm being gentle with you. You all right? Yeah. All right, now I'm going to start breaking this bad boy apart. It's also very satisfying to peel. It is. It smells good. Yeah. It sounds good. All right, look. Do you go piece at a time? Um... I like, guess that would be the civilized way to do it. What are you doing? Instead of just do? biting into the side. You bite of it. Is that what you dude, that'll be so messy, but I'd love to see it. I right, watch. All right, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Dude. Grapefruit is the only fruit. It'll be full by the time you're done eating it, because there's so much goddamn grapefruit. You can't, you can't, you can't like uh yeah, you can't go marathon with a with a pineapple either because all that acid start make, mixing your tongue. Oh, it's so much work. Yeah. Like to cut into a pineapple, like you need tools. All right, slice number two. There we go. Just get my little core pieces out here. It's delicious. I gotta say, I'd rather have a standard grapefruit. This one is um, a little too easy to eat. I like it to be pepper, this pepper spray me a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like squeezing up into your eyes. I stuff. don't know you. <laughs> That's my purse. Like, yeah, I want that kind of thing. <laughs> well, this is a big one. Look at this tour. That's a oh, big geez. slice right there. All right, it's going down the old hatch, the old cum pipe. Mm. All right. I think I'm going to go in for my first here. Wait, wait. Huh. You're just going to take a bite? Well, I'll at least take a bite right out of this this part right here. It's gonna explode, juice. I'll be I'll be I'll be careful. I mean, I'm gonna treat it like I do a plum, where you kind of bite and then suck at the same time, all right. so then it, it doesn't all uh, spray everywhere. Hold on, I will take a video for the Instagram. Okay. All right, all right you're be on, you're on video. Okay, thank you for letting me know. All right, this is Tor. Take just, instead of pulling a slice out, he's just gonna take a bite out of a grapefruit. Do it over the plate. That shit is gonna go everywhere. Yeah, I gotcha. Here we go. All right. here we go. I've never seen anyone do this, dude. That's good grapefruit. It's good grapefruit right there. Oh, look at that. Mm. Wow, that's a healthy bite. Are you going to continue to eat it like an onion? Maybe for a half of it, then I'll split it, split it on the other I got to say, the uh, combination of the wigwam and the grapefruit is fairly unique. <laughs> How would you explain this? Like, what if a program director today said, all right, what's your show about? We're thinking about putting it on the radio. <laughs> Oof. It'd be a difficult sell. I don't know. Fuck up, pull up a grapefruit with me, and I'll yeah, tell you. I don't know. Give me a bushel of grapefruits, old man. We'll see if we can make it work. Fucking loser. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine? Where do you see us in your uh, in the lineup? The way that it is today is very strong. Where do you see yourself fitting in? I see you listening to us in your fucking Ford Ranger, you chotch. I see me blowing cigar smoke at you as I'm fucking on my way to buy citrus. You fucking loser. <laughs> You know nothing about good fruit. Yeah. I noticed you have apples on your desk. <laughs> yeah. I got an apple in my asshole. Maybe you like to take a look at it. <laughs> Sir, hey. this is round one of the interview stage. Hey, hey, look at all these grapefruit peels I have in my pocket. You wish you had money like that. And maybe you could take these home and serve them to your kids for dinner. Sir, I'm calling security. Oh, yeah? I'm calling the Chiquita Banana Girl. Who do you think is going to have a better afternoon, motherfucker? Mm. I'm about half done. Man. Notice you're slowing down a little. It's not, 
It's a great color in these. The ruby red? Yeah. What do you prefer, a blood orange or a ruby red color? I like it both. I like I like the unconventional when it comes to my fruit. Um, This is so much more of an adult fruit than an orange. Blood oranges actually kind of freak me out a little bit. Why is that? Because they're called blood oranges? Yeah, and they're, they're, de- they're definitely a, a darker mm. hue in the inside of that. Have you ever... um? Oh, shit. Went down the wrong pipe. It was that was almost it, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jesus! I didn't bite down enough, so like the whole thing was still attached. So okay. I had like this four-inch long piece of grapefruit <laughs> go down the wrong pipe. <laughs> Holy shit! That was terrifying. I don't. You're probably not supposed to do this while you're on the air. Luckily, we're just talking into a computer. Right. You know, what? I'm really glad this is the free episode because, like, you don't want to set the bar too high, Tor. <laughs> You know, you watch an Applebee's commercial, and you're like, man, look at all these beautiful people, and they got all these great steaks and drinks, and then you go there, and you're just depressed. They're dancing, you know, the, the lighting's great. Yeah, I don't want to take the fake grinder pick. I want you to know what you're looking at. I, I want you to know exactly what you're getting when you come to see me, so you're not disappointed. If you subscribe to the Chad Duke Show, and you pay all that money, we're probably just going to eat fruit. <laughs> well, I've never seen anybody eat a fucking grapefruit like that. It's pretty damn good. <laughs> Is that how you would normally eat it, though? Uh... I don't know. Normally, I do it the half. I've I've done the half mm. with a spoon. Yeah. Um. You ever cut a beat up? A beat? Yeah. No, I, I think I, I make the beats, dog. I don't cut those beats <laughs> up for real, though. Yo, Yo DJ, drop that beat. <laughs> Yo. Yo, like we down here, doggy jams anthem. We wrote it for y'all. Um. For real though, yo, Oatman, like, tell Dukes I can't make that beat for him. I've retired from the game. I'm closing the door. I'm closing the door. <laughs> I get all these Texases from these eye bitches. Um, have you ever, you never sliced into a beat? Uh, I've I've tried to cutting up a radish once. Well, very different. A radish is white on the inside. There's no juice. Right. When you slice into a beat, it's it looks blood. Right. Like it looks like blood comes out. Fucking disturbing as shit. So if I'm ranking like disturbing fruits and vegetables, that's probably number one would be the beet. Uh, hey, are you going to eat that thing? It looks like I'm you're get, just mangling I'm it. getting to see, though. No. Oh, you're making a fucking mess. I got it out. Look uh, how much more efficient my grapefruit consumption is than yours. Yeah, beets are... I don't like artichokes. I think those freak me out a lot. That's a really mm. weird shaped fruit. Well, they have uh, a heart. Yeah. I don't like any of that. Hey, bro. I don't care if a fruit has a heart. You don't need to be telling me, you know? Like, when the day comes where I have, like, terminal cancer, right. keep that shit to yourself. Sure. I'll figure it out eventually. Gross. <laughs> Fucking heart of an artichoke. Dude, my chick eats these things called hearts of palm. I know about those. You do? They're gross. Well, why do you know about them? They, I, my parents had them in the pantry forever. Crazy. The thing about hearts of palm, they don't need to advertise because not one person would ever hear about a heart of palm or look at it and say, I'd like to eat that. Yeah. They like to have their own community. It's just if you know about them, that's it. They're always on the bottom yeah. shelf with dust on them at the grocery store because nobody buys them except hearts of palm people. It's crazy. They look like fishing bait. I don't know what it is, though. Is it, is it a palm tree? Like what, Because it's just like a stem right. in like this weird pickle juice. I think it goes in salads. I think. Mm-hmm. He puts it in a salad. Jesus Christ. 
I've almost drowned myself with grapefruit three times today. <laughs> well, I got two slices left. What up? What are you going to do with all that shit you mangled on the plate there? I'll eat it in my car on the way home. You are not going to waste that fucking grapefruit. You're not going to eat it in your car. I don't know how much of my gut in me right now. Are you peeling the fucking skin off of it? A little bit. Is this the first time you ever had a grapefruit, be honest? No, 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 no. I, I've had you don't peel the skin off the side. That keeps all over the pulp inside. Well, I, I finally took a a piece off, and it just came it just came right off all right. right there. So I pe- I got to say, I don't know if this is entertaining for people. I also don't care. We're going to have to do it again. It's very refreshing. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fiber in here. I can't wait to adjourn to the water closet after this. <laughs> Look at that. Come on, give me some props. Last piece. Last piece? Mm-hmm. Good God. It's fucking crushing me. I didn't know you were going to waste a grapefruit. I thought you liked them. I do like it. You have 13 pounds of grapefruit. Somehow you have more grapefruit on the plate. That looks like that burger you ordered down to that fucking two roads. <laughs> you must be a big closet eater. That was delicious. Mm. I was about to thank somebody that I remember that it was me. <laughs> Dude, don't waste that. Are you going to eat that after the show? Yes, I'll eat it. Promise? Promise. What happened? Do you not like grapefruit? No, I like it. Are you better Oprah Payton doesn't hear this. You wasted a grapefruit like this? You could be rip shit. I'm going to smell this. Hold on. i got to smell the peel. Okay. You're much better. This, this Whatever the, that smell is, is the opposite of the smell of Jester's fucking... Um, that jock he was wearing when he got when he got his vasectomy. Hey man walked around in the fucking studio wearing that thing. Disgusting. Oh, that's so great. Oh. Also, Ant Man's best performance ever on the show. I completely agree. Oh, those uh, CDs are going to be available, by the way. Our CD exclusive episode, Feel the Power. Oh, I forgot to plug that. Saturday, I'll be working at Commonwealth Dry Goods all day. Old Town Fairfax. Go to at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Instagram. We won't have any grapefruits, but um, we'll have our Chad Duke Show CD exclusive episode, Feel the Power. The Feel the Power uh, football field scented candles. The official Chad Duke Show candle. And our locals only Scorpion Edition t shirts. You can see all of that on our social media and it'll be available exclusively at Commonwealth Dry Goods on Saturday. So come on out, come see your pal. What else, Tor? I know the hoot's going to go up at some point this weekend. Uh, yeah, the video and the audio of tonight uh, will be up Sunday at 2 p.m. And then if you can't wait for that, then tune in to Chad Duke's show on Facebook. Live! The, the Clippers are coming out. It's all live. And we're going to see a, uh, a bare-faced Brian Monk. Baby butt-faced Brian Monk. I <laughs> yeah. can't wait to see it. It's going to look like uh, fucking uh, chalk dust all over the fucking underside of his stupid face. Uh, thank you to Wesley the Barber, by the way. Uh, give him a plug, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he changed his... Did he go to a different barbershop? Handle. All right, it's Wesley the Barber on Instagram. Uh, check him out. He's uh, going to be the official barber of the Chad Duke Show. You got it? It's actually... Yeah, it is Wesley the Barber, and then his new tagline is Frederick Barber West. Frederick Barber West? Yes, yeah, still at Wesley the Barber, but Frederick Barber West. I like that. It sounds... Uh... He sounds like he's on a fucking the Iron Horse <laughs> heading out to find his fortune. <laughs> and he's still out west, they say. <laughs> he's still at Wassler's Barbershop. Check him out. Maryland. It'll be great. Uh, thank you to Joe Azer. Thank you to Money Monk's uh, Barbecue. And thank you guys for checking out the show. If you like what you heard today, uh, raise your standards. But then uh, consider heading on over to ChadDukeShow.com and subscribing. You get a show every single day. You get the entire back catalog. We don't talk politics. We don't talk COVID. We don't talk bullshit. Well, what's all we talk is bullshit, actually. 
fun bullshit. We eat grapefruits, we wear wigwams, and we curse each other out. It's an enormous amount of fun. The good Lord is willing on the creeks don't rise. We'll see you guys tonight for the nanny. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to the fence if you. Ta-da to fucking you.